Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Whether you're looking to launch a podcast or build an online business that allows you to do the work you love, you've come to the right place. Podcast Answer Man presents The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Now, here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends, and welcome back to episode number 525 of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And as I'm recording this, it is... November 24th, 2017, and that means, well, it's coming up on the end of the year. We only have one full month left, and this is about that time when people are starting to think about setting goals or even New Year's resolutions for the new year. And as far as when it comes to New Year's resolutions, this is something that has been a tradition as far back as I can remember being a kid. I can never remember a time in my life, like at the end of a year, where people weren't talking about what is your New Year's resolution going to be. And the idea is that in the new year, a person will resolve to get rid of some kind of undesired habit that they've been you know, dealing with, or maybe they'll want to accomplish a goal, either personally or professionally, or... They simply just want to do something that's going to improve their life in some way. And when I was a kid, I remember, you know, going at this just like everyone else, setting, hey, here's what my resolutions are. This is what I hope to achieve. And and I found that, I guess, I don't know when I did it, but I guess at some point, maybe in middle school, somewhere along the path, I gave up on this whole idea of New Year's resolutions and I, I guess along with that, I, I had given up on this idea of even setting goals. Um, it, it, in fact, I, it, it's just become well known that New Year's resolutions don't stick. They don't work. In fact, if you just do a Google search, New Year's resolutions don't work, you'll see all kinds of Psychology Today articles. I mean, psychologists actually have science behind why New Year's resolutions do not work. And I I guess it's just this idea of everybody reinforcing the idea that they don't work. And if they don't work and everybody believes they don't work, and and if, if a majority of the people I ever hear talking about them say that they don't work, then it must be true. And if it's true, then why bother? So I, I guess I took this feeling about or this belief about New Year's resolutions. And I just assumed that the same thing would be true for what that would be true for New Year's resolutions would also be true for setting goals. And so I, in my adult life for until 2009, I was not the type of person who would actually even set um, goals, like personal goals, professional goals, or anything like that. Things changed for me, however, in 2009. And in 2009, I don't remember where I picked this up, but somewhere in the books that I was reading or maybe in a in podcast episodes that I was listening to, I've always been devoted to personal and professional growth. And, and I heard all of these people, I think it was Dan Miller was the one 
who was the most influential every single year. Like, and, and I mean, he would start 48 days before the new year. He would start talking about the goals that he's going to accomplish for that next year. And it may have even been Dan, but it, it, it could have been anyone. I don't know. But I somewhere along the way, I, I came across this four-step formula for achieving your goals. And I'll never forget the day that I learned it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is a different approach. I've never heard it explained this way, which, by the way, today in this podcast episode, I am going to teach you the four-step formula for achieving your goals. And I will tell you that since I learned this formula in 2009, I've achieved every single goal I've set for myself that I remain focused on. All right, now there are some goals that I had set, I've set for myself over the years since 2009 that, uh, you know, as, as I went on through the year in the pursuit of those goals, either I lost focus on them because that I had so many goals that, that it was just so far down on the list. It just, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't being reminded that I actually had even set those goals. I, in fact, today, as I was preparing for this episode, I was looking back at my list of goals since, going all the way. I have a list. I have a list in Evernote going all the way back to 2013. So I know what, or I'm sorry, 2012. So I have a list of all the goals that I've made for my business goals since 2012. And in fact, let me just share with some of these with you before I go into telling you how I achieved them. I want to share with you the goals that I've achieved that when I wrote them down, it was kind of a bit of a stretch for me to actually think that I could achieve these particular goals. So 2012 goals, the first 2012 goal that I have written down here that I did successfully achieve by the end of that year was to take my business income and get it to where consistently month after month, I was generating $20,000 minimum business income. The second one, now the the second one, by the way, the, the second and the third goal that I set for 2012, it was a stretch to even think that it was possible, which will become important when I talk to you about the step-by-step process of achieving your goals. But I'll just tell you what they are. The second one was I wanted to, in 2012, I wanted to land my first paid speaking gig. And I was not an eloquent speaker at the time. In fact, I had absolutely no formal training whatsoever in doing public speaking. I'd had quite a bit of time behind a microphone communicating, but the idea of actually getting up on a stage, um, it, it kind of freaked me out a bit. And not only that, but when I did it, I, I found that anytime I had the opportunity to get on a stage, which by the way, up to that point had never been paid, but when I did have the opportunity to get up on a stage, I would usually have it on my to-do list to create the outline of my talk and it would be on my to-do list for two or three months leading up to the actual presentation. I would procrastinate. I'd worry about it. I'd, I'd get cold sweats thinking about the fact that I'm not doing it. Uh, and usually, I, I, it's usually the two or three days before the presentation, I'm, I'm feverishly trying to put something together. And then even the night before and the morning of the actual presentation, I'm putting final, final touches on it. And... On a scale of 1 to 10, if I would have rated myself when I wrote down the goal that I wanted to become a paid public speaker, I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, I was about a 3. 
or a four. Now, my friends would have said differently, but I'm talking about approaching public speaking at the level and the skill and, and, and actually being an effective communicator. Sure, I was entertaining at the time, and I was passionate, and, and what I said, it, it, I always told people, I said, listen, I understand what you're saying. You, you feel like I'm, I'm better at this than I feel like I am myself, but the reality is, is what I lack in skill, I make up for in passion. But the reality is, is that I don't want people walking away from my talk saying, wow, that Cliff Ravenscraft sure is a very passionate guy. He sure did get me motivated, encouraged, and inspired. Well, yeah, I want all of that, <laughs> but I want to actually motivate, encourage, and inspire them to do something very specific, and I did not have the skills of, of actually putting all that together and driving t- people to one central idea, one central theme at the time, and, and so, I, at, but at the same time, I'm like, listen, I would love to actually become a paid public speaker. I don't know how it's going to happen, but if that can happen in 2012, that would be incredibly awesome. The next one was uh, to become known as a keynote speaker. So if you think goal number two was a stretch, goal number three, and and this wasn't like there are some there are some conferences where they the conference goes on for like three or four days and every morning of the conference, even like the second or the third day in the morning, they have a, they call all of those opening sessions keynotes and they have every evening is no. I was very specific when I made the announcement of what this this goal about the keynote speaker is. I, I was very specific that I wanted to be known as a keynote speaker where when you saw my name on the speaker page or in the program, it says Cliff Ravenscraft, keynote speaker. And specifically what that means is that I'm responsible for opening up and setting the tone for the entire conference or... I'm responsible for doing the closing keynote, basically taking and summing up everyone's experience and 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 sending people off with with a, a, a an overwhelming let's take what we've learned and go conquer the world with with our changed mindset and attitude. Yeah, I, I either wanted to be the open keynote or the close keynote. Uh, not anything that might be called a keynote in between. So those were my my goals. And the cool thing is, is I achieved all of those. And we'll talk about that, how I did that, when I share with you the step-by-step formula that I learned in 2009. Get this, I, I had it as a goal to be invited to speak at Blog World NYC and Blog World LA. Now, at the time, Blog World was the single greatest number one industry conference for anything social media related. Blog World was like if you were a blogger, a podcaster, anything like that, that was the industry conference. Thousands of people would attend and and it was my goal. I had already been invited to speak once at, at a Blog World prior to that. And my goal in 2012 was to be to invite be, be invited back to Blog World NYC, but also to get invited to Blog World LA, and even more specific, without me actually reaching out to them to say, "Can I speak?" I wanted it actually to the the I wanted them to actually reach out to me. That was the very specific goal. So I wanted I wanted that opportunity without me submitting a proposal for me to speak. I wanted them to reach out to me. Now, not only did I get that, 
But the CEO and co-founder of Blog World, Rick Calvert, actually reached out to me and offered me the position of the director of podcasting for the entire conference. So, yeah, you could say I hit that goal too. Anyway, uh, next up, to spend more time with Stephanie and the kids. That was a very important goal to me. And also, in 2012, I wanted to create a personal mission statement. This is something that I had been thinking about, been hearing a lot about. You know, I wanted to do a little bit more of life planning and designing what my life I wanted to look like and, and what kind of work do I want to do. And, and always having this, this mission, understanding this underlying purpose that, that drives all the decisions that I make. And I did not have that prior to 2012. But I did by the end of 2012 because I set it as a goal. In 2013, Stephanie wanted a new car, but she didn't want just any new car. She wanted she wanted a brand new car off the lot. Um, we don't, you know, in 2007 we became debt free except for our mortgage, and we vowed that we would never take out a car loan again. And so we needed to be able to pay cash for it. And the car that she wanted was thirty eight thousand dollars. Well. We actually ended up, by the end of the year, having that 2013 Honda Pilot and paid cash for it. Uh, We also, in 2013, I put down that I wanted to achieve $25,000 minimum income consistently uh, for my business. And then also to do that, along with that goal, was having five sessions of podcasting A to Z with between 20 to 25 students. And I actually did six that year. And not only did I do six, but one of those sessions had 37 students. So uh, I, I hit all of those goals. All right, 2014, I wanted to do my first live workshops. Um, and, and that's when I actually did the One Day Business Mastermind um, at, alongside Podcast Movement, which was my first closing. Of, actually, yeah, that was my first closing keynote address. And then I did another one um, at Platform Universe, no, at the Platform Conference in November 2014 in Colorado Springs, Colorado. 2015, I made a goal that I was going to work out six days a week, every week for the rest of my life. And well, I am now three years later still working out six days a week, every week for the rest of my life. Um, I had a, a goal in 2015 to hire a personal trainer to help me with per, uh, with strength training, and I did that for a year and a half. And now I strength train on my own as a result of all the things that I learned. Um, I had a goal in 2015 to complete a triathlon. When I set the goal, by the way, this was I set the 2015 goals in 2014, when I set the goal to run a tri or to complete a triathlon with my friend Ken Davis, I weighed 268 pounds, <laughs> and the triathlon was going to be in May of 2015. And well, I'm happy to say I achieved that goal. In fact, I'm sharing with you all the goals that I did achieve. And uh, 2015 also was to go on a, a trip with my family to Europe for two weeks. And I also wanted to take a one weekend uh, trip to New York City with my oldest daughter, Megan. And then basically you get the idea. So these are are not little goals. These are big, hefty, lofty goals. All of the goals that I shared with you, when I actually wrote down these goals, when I actually contemplated them, many of these goals were quite a stretch for me to even, number one, believe some of them were even possible – 
And the ones that I did believe possible, when I wrote them down, I had no idea how I was going to achieve them. But every goal that I mentioned to you, plus there's there's a ton of other ones that are on here, but I, I don't want to continue to bore you. Um, I achieved every single one of those that I've just told you about. Now, I just want to say for the record, each of those years, there were plenty of goals that I had in addition to those goals that now that I look back in retrospect and, and look at my list, there are plenty of goals that I did not achieve. However, what I will tell you is that the step-by-step formula that I used to achieve each of the goals that I just mentioned, the ones that seemed so hard to believe at the, at the time, but I did force, I, I found a way to believe them, the ones I had no idea how they would come true, I, I, I made them reality, the step-by-step formula worked in every single one of those goals that I achieved, and they, and by the way, the same formula, the same exact formula would have worked on every single one of those other goals had I remained focused on them, but I intentionally dropped some of them and unintentionally just forgot about some of the other ones. So, let's move on. How is it you can achieve any practically any goal that you set for yourself how do you achieve it i believe you can do it through four steps and you have to do these steps in a very particular order so what are they step number 1 believe it is possible you know henry ford the i, I think you might know who henry ford is he's the guy who had created you know ford motor company There is a quote that is associated with Henry Ford, in my mind, more than any quote that he's ever been, uh, that's been credited to him, if you will. And that quote is, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. (laughs) I'll say that again. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. What does that mean? He, well, he, what Henry Ford was saying, he's like, listen, if you think you can do, if, if you think you can become a public speaker, a paid public speaker, then you're right. You can. If you don't believe it's possible, you won't. You won't. If you do not believe it's possible for you to become a keynote speaker, a, a paid public speaker, If you do not believe it's possible, you're absolutely right. It's not going to work for you. It's not going to happen for you. And the reason why it's not going to happen is due to the fact that if you don't believe it's possible, you're not even going to be on the lookout for the opportunities. You're not going to be on the lookout for what is the next step that I need to take? What's the first step? What's the second step? What, what, you're not even going to be looking for the opportunities because, number one, you don't believe the opportunities exist for you to achieve the goal that you have set. So, it, first and foremost, it is absolutely essential, no matter what goal you want to achieve, you have to first and foremost, absolutely, 100%, in the deepest part of your soul, believe that you can achieve it, all right? You don't have to have any clue how you're going to. You just have to believe it's possible. And I've got some pretty big goals today that I have no idea how this is going to happen. Although, actually, I, now that I say it, uh, I, it's been about two or three years now since I've had this one goal that I'm thinking of today. And, and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm starting to see the path uh, that, that's leading me in that direction. It's, it's becoming clearer for me. 
Step number two in achieving practically any goal that you could set for yourself is to write it down. Now, again, I don't recall where this original step-by-step formula came from. However, I do remember why it's important for you to write down your goal. And this has more to do with I was taught when I when I first heard this that physically writing it down, it doesn't matter if it's a pen on a piece of paper, if it's a marker, if it's a crayon, if it's a dry erase marker on a on a whiteboard, um, something probably different than typing. Because sometimes I don't know if you guys know this, but typing's just some it becomes something that you just you're doing so much it just happens automatically, and there's something about something about how your brain works that causes you to to internalize your goals when you're actually physically making your brain do the things uh, that that cause your hand to to make the writing instrument move in the direction it needs to move to make the words and and all that stuff now that's the way that I've been explaining it for years however in preparation for this episode, knowing that I wanted something a little bit more than it's how your brain works and there's all this fancy stuff, I I went for some research on Google to see if there's somebody out there that explains, in, in summary, what I learned years ago that convinced me that step number two must be that you have to physically write this thing down. And here's what I found. This is from Mary Morrissey, and she wrote the following in a blog post on the Huffington Post. She wrote this. She says, As you may know, your brain has a left and right hemisphere. The wide, fat bundle of neural fibers that connects the two hemispheres is called the corpus callosum. This is the conduit through which the electrical signals between the right brain, which is imaginative, and the left brain, which is literal, make contact. These electrical signals then move into the fluid that surrounds the brain and travels up and down the spinal column. These signals then communicate with every fiber, cell, and bone in our body to the consciousness that operates within us to transform our thoughts into reality. Now, I know this gets that, that part starts to feel a little woo-woo. Stick with me here, all right? Now, this is significant because if you think about one of your goals or dreams, you're only using the right hemisphere of your brain, which is your imaginative center. So it's just an imagination. It's just a dream, right? If you send your consciousness and every cell of your body a signal that says, I want this and I really mean it, it, it drives it home. So that's what's happening. When you're writing it down, you're sending a message to every part of your being that I want this. It's going from that imaginative state to the very logical, this is what I want. It says here, she, she continues, she says, just the act of writing down your dreams and goals ignites an entirely new dimension of consciousness, ideas and productivity to the powerhouse that is your subconscious mind. And in fact, she says that this simple act also opens your subconscious to seeing opportunities that simply cannot be observed if you're tied up thinking 
about your goals. So what what she's almost saying is that there are times where consciously you're doing or thinking about something else, but your subconscious mind can be clued into opportunities that your conscious mind isn't even aware of. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. There's a goal that you've been telling me you want. Do you see that this opportunity? Stop what you're thinking and don't miss this opportunity. It, it, I know it sounds crazy, but let me just say this. Step number one, believe it's possible. Step number two, just write it down. Whether you believe it's woo-woo or not, just trust me. I, I, Whether it's true or not, I write all of my goals down, and I will tell you all the ones that I remain focused on, they become a reality. And I believe they will for you as well. So write your goals down. All right, step number three, tell others about your goals. Now, this step has been responsible for many of the goals that I've shared with you becoming instantly answered. In fact, I remember in 2009, right after I first discovered this formula, I decided to put it to the test. And I said, okay, I've got a goal. One of my goals is I said to I, I said to myself, I, was like, I don't have celebrities that I look up to. I don't look up to football or movie stars and stuff like that. It's like, oh my gosh, I wish I could meet those people. But in my mind, celebrities are my mentors, the people whose books that I've read that have had a profound and radical influence and impact on my life. And and so I remember the very first goal that I set is I would love to meet Dan Miller. And I was very specific about what my goal was. I don't want to just meet Dan Miller, and but I number two, I wanted to actually talk to him. I wanted to have a conversation with Dan and tell him just how influential he's been in my life and how he's impacted me personally. And I'd like to tell him just a, a little bit about how I've told thousands of other people about him and how through his message influencing me and me sharing a lot of the things that I'm learning from him with other people that it's had a radical and and profound impact in other people's lives, so much so that he's partly responsible for the reason why I left my career in insurance after 11 years or after 12 years to pursue my own business full-time self and becoming full-time self-employed. And, and how that was having a positive influence in the lives of tens of thousands of people around the world. And, and so that's number two. I just wanted to meet him. Number two, I wanted to also tell him that story. Number three, I, I didn't want it to be in one of those like 15-minute conversations at an event where 30 other people are waiting to talk to him afterwards. And, you know, at the end of the day, he may or may not remember who I was. Okay, so I was very – and then I said, okay, and the icing on the cake – would be a, it would be totally it would blow my mind but if if we're going big here it would be absolutely cool if i could have him as a guest on my podcast you know that in my mind at that that just seemed like wow okay that that's asking for a lot but we'll put it we're going to just throw it in with this goal so i decided to put this formula to the test step number 1 i believed it would be possible Number two, I wrote it down. And number three, I went to my podcast audience. I had a show at the time called Pursuing a Balanced Life, and I was telling them about this 
goal formula, how to achieve your goals. And I said, hey, hey guys, and by the way, step number three, it says to tell you the goals. And let me just tell you my first goal that I want to talk to you about. It's about Dan Miller. And I told them everything I just told you guys. And I I published that podcast episode way back in 2009. And I think it was about an hour or two after I published the episode. It may have been less than an hour. I get an email from a guy named Andy Traub. And Andy Traub reached out to me and says, Cliff, I listened to your podcast and I just want to let you know I'm close personal friends with Dan Miller um, and he already knows who you are and we've been thinking about reaching out to you. He would love to chat with you. I could set that up if you'd like. And I'm like, seriously? And so what? here's what happened. One week later, Dan Miller is on my podcast as a guest. In fact, you can go listen to that episode. I think it was December 2009. It's over at podcastanswerman.com slash Dan Miller. The very first time I ever spoke to Dan, it was in a podcast interview. You know, my quote-unquote icing on the cake. And then, of course, what happened after that is that he became a consulting client. Um, He invited me to come down to his home in Nashville I went out to a show in Nashville with him, spent the evening at his home in his guest room, and then spent an entire day setting up a podcast studio for him, helping him take his podcasting efforts to the next level. And today, as a result of setting that goal, believing it's possible, writing it down, and telling other people about it, those three steps alone got me that and has radically transformed my life. And so much so that even today, even today, I can trace about 80% of all of my income all the way back to Dan Miller. Yeah, setting goals, pretty awesome stuff. So step number three, telling other people about it. The idea, the concept of telling people about it, you'd be shocked at how many times that is actually going to lead you towards, you know, seeing your goals and having opportunities come up that you would have never had otherwise had you, had you not told others about your goal. Now, there is some wisdom out there from some folks that say, you know, one of the worst things you could do uh, in, in trying to achieve your goals is to tell everyone about them. And I, I, I say that there's some wisdom in that, in that I, there, there's, some, there's some cases to be made for, you know, are you telling the right people? And if you're telling, if you're having one-on-one conversations with people who are negative Nellies and and are going to shoot your goals down, and you're already having a little bit of an issue struggling to believe that it's possible, they, you, you could actually have some people who can talk you out of your goals. There's also some other things out there about, you know, the act of talking about your goal gives off some endorphins, and, 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 and you get this quote-unquote high uh, just by setting the expectation for yourself, and when you talk about it, it's almost as though you get the same kind of feeling just telling people about how you feel about setting the goal that that then pursuing it is not as 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 much as of a rush and so therefore you're less likely to continue to pursue it i i weigh on the side of telling people <laughs> that's just who i am so i tell i tell people about my goals and here's the deal when i when i set that goal about becoming a paid public speaker i started talking about it in my podcasts in, in my podcast, this podcast, which is now the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, it was called Podcast Answer Man at the time. I went to Podcast Answer Man. I, I came to this podcast and I said, hey guys, in 2012, 
just want to let you know, one of my goals is to become a paid public speaker. And also, <laughs> I know it's crazy, but another goal that I have for 2012 is to become known as a keynote speaker, to actually do an opening keynote. As a direct result of speaking that into my show, well, first of all, my friend Father Roderick Von Hogan was listening to the show, and he says, hey, Cliff, just want to let you know, um, I'm getting ready to do another Catholic New Media celebration. It was the Catholic New Media Conference. It was in Fort Worth, Texas, coming up, and he's like, hey, uh, I know that it's your goal to do paid public speaking. You know, we, we're, we're willing to pay a small honorarium and to give you the opening keynote address at our conference. Now, get this, my friends. I'm not even Catholic. And my friend and fellow podcaster and just all-around awesome guy that I've loved for so many years, Father Roderick Von Hogan, listens to my podcast and gives me my first paid speaking gig. And my first paid speaking gig is an opening keynote to a conference for Catholics, and I'm not even Catholic. So how awesome is that? And by the way, you could listen to the audio of that at podcastanswerman.com slash keynote. I believe that's still the URL for that, podcastanswerman.com slash keynote. But yeah, that happened. Now, I told you that I shared that. I talked about that in my podcast episode. And well, Michael Hyatt was also listening that year when he heard me talking about my 2012 goals. Michael Hyatt had just written... And a book called Platform, How to Get Noticed in a Noisy World. It became a, number, uh, a New York Times bestseller. And he was going to create a series of conferences called the Platform Conference. And he invited me to be a paid speaker at his very first Platform Conference. I think it was February 2013. Now, that one freaked me out. And I'm like, wait a second. It's like, okay. First of all, Michael Hyatt was another one of those celebrities in my mind. And and I, I knew that I needed to do a lot to take my public speaking to the next level. I signed up for a bunch of conferences. I went to the SCORE. Well, actually, I didn't yet go to the SCORE conference. But I, I started doing a lot of study. Um, I hired a coach to help work with me. But uh, I got my first paid public speaking. Or not my first pig, but my first massive conference uh, exposure. This this was like bigger than anything. This is like my target audience. This is my mentor. My my, you know, just like oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, you talk about nerves, but the the opportunity came as a result of talking about, it, and he gave me that opportunity. And I went there, and it was one of those ones where you know, I what I lacked in skill, I made up for in passion. I. I'm I'm quite embarrassed today personally by it. Now the, the I will tell you that Ken Davis and Michael Hyatt, who they were business partners in the platform conferences that they did together, uh, both of them were the, like, "There's nothing to be embarrassed about." It's like, sure, you could have done better with some you know some skills. And in fact, they had another conference that they did together called the Score Conference. And they invited me to go to the SCORE conference and and go through that training. And I did. And wow, did that have a radical, profound impact. And as a result of that, I was invited to speak at every single SCORE conference or every single platform conference after that. So every platform conference that Michael Hyatt offered, I spoke at every single one of them. Talk about a huge blessing. And and the, the rewards... And 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 the the return on investment in my business, unbelievable. By the way, do you want to know who, how Michael Hyatt ever heard of me in the first place? Dan Miller. So, 
Setting goals. Number one, believe it's possible. Number two, write it down. Number three, tell other people about it. And and maybe it's not going to happen that you, that you tell other people about it and boom, the mission accomplished. Well, if that doesn't happen, then you do step number four. Step number four is simply this. Work the plan as it becomes available. Now, here's a new quote that I'm adding here as I start talking about step number four. Um, and it's from Tony Robbins. I was re-listening to some Un- Unleash the Power Within materials. And this is something that he said in there. He says, um, where is it at? It is not important initially to know how you are going to create a result. What is important is that you decide that you will find a way no matter what. So here's what I want to say, and I'm going to read that quote again in just a second. When it comes to setting your goal, you believe it's possible, you've written it down, you're telling other people about it, not just once, but you're ongoing telling people. I mean, I have this goal of one, actually, I wouldn't say that it's actually a goal as much as it is a vision uh, of of speaking on a, in a stadium where a stadium of people come to hear me speak. Crazy, I know. But anyway, it's a vision. I, and I keep ta- talking to people about it. And when I talk to people about it, it's crazy how much more of the of of the path to actually getting closer to that it, 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 it it's actually a little scary how close I'm getting to it if I'm if I'm just being quite transparent and and, and sharing with you I it, it it it's 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 a it, it yeah it produces a little anxiety in me right now it's causing me to 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 step up my game and to say okay dude it's time to get really serious about growth here uh because because this this may not be as far off as maybe I had hoped it might be down the road. What I was saying, though, is you may not have any clue on how you're going to achieve your goal. You tell other people about it, and, and just not even the first step is there. And so that's what I love about that. You don't wait until this plan is available. You're just, as soon as you have told other people about it, you've done the first three steps, all you're looking for is the first step. What is the first right thing that I need to do to get me closer to this goal? I don't care how small that step is. I don't care how minuscule it is. I don't care if I have to crawl for a while. I will crawl before I walk. But whatever it is, what is it? He, Tony Robbins says, it is not important at all initially how you're going to get to the end, end goal. What's important is that first you you decide that you are going to get this goal no matter what. You have you decided that, that so I guess maybe that's a whole step number maybe maybe that becomes step number 4 and then step number 5 becomes matter of fact I may change this to to a five step process. You, you you've decided. So maybe decide needs to fit in somewhere else in there. Maybe maybe you before you write it down, you believe it and then decide. The important thing about step number 4 in this process as it's been in the unaltered state that it is at at the time that I'm recording this podcast episode, although it is being modified maybe in my mind for the future. But anyway, the idea here is don't wait until the you don't wait until you have the entire formula the entire business plan, the entire everything. Sometimes you just need to say, okay, this is my goal. And as soon as somebody says, well, have you tried this? Well, if you ain't got nothing else to go on, then do that. 
try it. Try things. Whenever somebody says, well, have you tried this? Or, hey, have you talked to so-and-so? Have you read this book? Have you, have you looked at this material? Have you gone to this conference? When people tell you that when you they hear your goals, when they hear your dreams, oh, I think that's possible. In fact, I know people have done it. Have you done this? Or if somebody says, well, dude, I know how to do that. I, I, I've done that. If the first thing you need to do is this. And, and if you trust that per, take that next step, take that first step. Don't worry about what the next step is after that one. Sometimes the third or the fourth step will never be known to you and, t- and you'll, you'll never be able to even, you'll never be able to actually discover what the third and fourth step is until you, until after you've already completed the first and second. Okay. So. What is the step-by-step formula for achieving your dreams unaltered? (laughs) Step number one, believe it's possible. Step number two, uh, write it down physically. Step number three, tell other people about it. And step number four, work the plan, very specifically, as it becomes available. Not when it becomes available, as it becomes available. That's the unaltered steps. Okay, if you wanted a five-step formula in my new altered one, step number one, believe it's possible. Step number two, decide that you will achieve this goal no matter what. Decide. Number three, write it down. Number four, tell other people about it. And number five, work the plan as it becomes available. So whether it's four steps or five steps, one thing I do know is this. I have been able to achieve every single goal, things that just blew my mind just by following this step-by-step formula, and I believe you can as well. Well, with that, my friends, I want to share with you some closing thoughts here, just wrapping up with some announcements, reminders of things to have how you can work with me and how I can help you change your mind about mindset about who you are and what you're able to accomplish in this world. Uh, I know that many of you out there are struggling to see consistent, ongoing, increasing, profitable revenue in your pursuit of your online business. Uh, Many of you over the years, thousands of you, have said, Cliff, I've been podcasting for so long. I've got this incredible audience. They love what I do. But I'm just really struggling to figure out how to monetize this thing. Well, guess what? I've experienced that. I was there. I, I know that feeling, and, and, the, and I know what the problem is. You did exactly what I did. You started with step number eight in the 11-step process to building your online business. Step number eight, create content. Step number eight, build your website. Step number eight, create your mailing list. All of those things that you're trying to do, you, you missed the first seven steps. I'll tell you what, I have absolutely been thrilled with the the transformation in the lives of the people who have come to my next level workshop titled Building an Online Business. Now, last night, I literally was up until two o'clock in the morning because I wanted to switch my sales page for the next level workshop from my WordPress site over to my Kajabi site. The Kajabi site has a little bit more bells and whistles when it comes to building out sales pages and um and and I, and I wanted to I wanted to take my sales page to the next level and I did. In fact, if you haven't been there in a while, I want you to go over to nextlevelworkshop.live. 
nextlevelworkshop.live, not .com, not, it's .live. And if you go to nextlevelworkshop.live, you'll see that uh, there is now the option for you to register for the next three sessions of the Next Level Workshop, which by the way, as I'm recording this on Friday, November 24th, one of them is in one week from now. So you could potentially be right here in the Next Level Studio learning the 11-step process for building your online business, knowing exactly what steps to take and in what order to take them, but will also help you discover how to communicate who you are who you help and what you and how you help people in such a way that when you are asked what do you do for a living people either say one of three things one of three things number 1 oh my gosh that's me how do i get how do i start working with you uh, number 2 oh my gosh i know somebody who absolutely needs to work with you how can i connect them or the third option is they they may not actually do one of those two things, but if three weeks later after they've met you and you told them who you are, what you do, who you help, and what you how you help them, then um, three weeks later if they meet somebody who fits your idea, perfect customer, target audience, blah blah blah, then they will instantly say, "Oh my gosh, I know somebody you need to work with," and then they will then go out of their way to make sure to connect that person to you, to refer that person to you. Also, we'll teach you how to do your email strategy. And I've had people, by the way, that have come to this workshop thinking, okay, email strategy, that, that's one session I might be able to just, you know, you know, relax, sit back. I've got that under control. Every single person who's already had an email strategy came away from that session like, oh my gosh, I never thought about it that way. And so there, there's so much more. Go check out the, the sales page. It's been updated over at nextlevelworkshop.live. And be sure to check out the testimonials at the bottom of the page. Those are real people who have sat here in the Next Level Studio, real results. I would love to help you take your online business efforts, your income to the next level. All right. Also, the Next Level Mastermind, this is something that I'm going to actually be working on an entire work with me page on my website. Hopefully that, maybe before the next time I come to you on Friday of next week, uh, I might have a work with me page, which will actually talk about all of the different offerings that I have. But work with me, you can actually have me as your mentor and be in a weekly mastermind relationship through the Next Level Mastermind. Now, this is for people who are already on the journey of building their online business. You already have products and services. You already have people who are paying you money, but you're not yet at the place where you're generating a minimum of $10,000 a month consistently every single month. If you're generating anywhere between $500 to $1,000 to $1,500, $2,500 a month, maybe you're even sometimes bumping right up to $10,000 a month, but it's not consistent and it's not hitting that as a minimum every single month. Well, then the next level uh, mastermind is a perfect opportunity for you to get mentoring from me, but also to have the whole full-blown benefits of being in a mastermind group with other people who are on the journey who have amazing mad skills as well. By the way, it is $1,000 per month to be a part of the Next Level Mastermind. And some of you might be thinking, wait a second, he just said that if you're making $500 or $1,500 a month and you want to take your, you know, your online business efforts to the next level, wait a second, so if they're making $1,000 a month, you want to, here's what I want to tell you, 
for those of you who are struggling out there to think about this, just understand this. One of the require an, an additional requirement for being a part of the next level mastermind is that it is something that you are able to afford. That is something that fits within your budget without putting you into a in a bad position. A majority of these people that I'm working with, they have uh, day jobs that are extremely financially successful for them. Uh, they have financial resources but they're actually looking to transition to something that's a little bit more fulfilling, if you know what I'm saying. So if that's you, the Next Level Mastermind, currently you can go to podcastanswerman.com slash mastermind and fill out the application. Uh, It'll just take you directly there. In the future, by the way, it'll take you to a sales page for the the mastermind group with some testimonials of the people who are already in it. And yeah, some interesting stuff is happening in the lives of those people. In fact, I'm hoping to have some of those testimonials to share with you in in the future weeks. Also, on the Free the Dream conference, I'm happy to tell you that I am currently in the process of working on speaker agreements with the people that I am personally inviting to speak at my conference. Those initial calls are going extremely well. So far, every single person that I have asked to speak has said yes. They absolutely, hands down, definitely want to speak at my conference. They're all checking with their schedules, their spouses, and making sure that all the the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed in the speaker agreement and, and that they're able to fully commit. I expect to start seeing speak uh, signed speaker agreements coming back to me this week. And within the next two weeks, I should have the actual sales page where, guess what? You can actually start buying tickets to the conference. Now, um, if you want to be notified as soon as the uh, tickets go on sale, there is a temporary sales page you can find over at uh, freethedream.live. Again, that's not .com. It's freethedream.live. It's just a temporary page I threw up in like 10 minutes. It's just going to ask you for your name and email address, and it'll let me know that you want to be notified as soon as tickets go on sale. That's over at freethedream.live, and that conference is all about helping you uh, break free from your limiting beliefs. It's going to help you break through procrastination. It's going to help you. It's my version of Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within. It is going to be an incredible event that is going to help you change how you believe, or it's going to help you change how you think about who you are and what you're able to achieve. And you're going to come out of this conference with so much valuable insight into how to achieve the success that you've only dreamed of up till this point. Anyway, that's freethedream.live. And then, of course, if you want to become a paid public speaker, if you also want to one day become a keynote speaker, if you want to go and speak at conferences that will drive lots of sales of your products and services, if you want to speak at conferences and have a significant and profound influence on the lives of people there with your spoken word, with your message, if you want to be able to get to the place where you're no longer spending five or six weeks putting off the preparation of your talk, but instead, if you want to get to the place where you can actually outline an entire talk in less than an hour, and and you could be prepared to actually deliver that talk the very next day, not that you would wait. There's a whole lot more you can do. But I'm just saying with confidence, you could be asked, hey, could you speak for me tomorrow morning 
and and give a talk on this topic and you would be able to say yeah i could do that and within 15 minutes i could actually come up with an outline for that talk i could do a little bit of research find some resources of stories that i want to bring into it and even without creating a keynote presentation with trying to remind me of all the different things i want to say i could get up the very next morning get up and 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 literally deliver a five-minute talk all the way up to a 55-minute talk without any notes, any presentation, all as a result of my training from the SCORE conference. And by the way, I'd be able to do that without being completely nervous. Now, now the thing is, I, there's always nerves. I still have nerves when I get up there. It's like, but it's not being, I'm no longer scared. I am confident when I get on the stage. Most of the reason is because, number one, I've realized it's not about me. I no longer get on stage worried about whether or not, oh my gosh, will people like me? Will people judge me? Will people be impressed by me? None of that is even, a that doesn't even cross my mind. The only thing that crosses my mind is, am I going to deliver value? Am I going to be able to communicate to these people exactly what it is, the one thing I want them to leave my talk and go do? Am I going to be able to convince them that, am I going to convince them that it's possible? Or am I going to enable them and and have them go out and actually do it. Those are the those are the two outcomes. Can I do that? And now I'm confident that I can do it. And it's as a result of going to the SCORE conference. And the SCORE conference is a four-day intensive speaker training conference where for three nights you're in small groups. After the entire day of training, you implement what you've learned each day by delivering a five-minute talk in a in front of your own personal small group of nine people. And those nine people have a piece of paper where they're actually looking to see if they can figure out what is your central theme, what was your purpose, what was your keyword, you know, and, 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 and all of the elements. Do you have the score? They're actually seeing as you're talking, can they actually discover what it is you wrote down was the purpose of your talk? All right, and then after your talk and after each of the other people in your group, your coach, each group of nine will have a coach, a professional speaking coach that will evaluate and give you ideas on how you can improve, how you can change. It's like, oh my gosh, did you notice that you did this over and over again? Uh, I noticed that you, you, you're you moving way too much. You're way, moving too fast. You're not making eye contact. Here's some tips on how we can improve this. And then... When you get that feedback, the second night, you make all kinds of new mistakes or whatever. And But the, the mistakes that were covered the first night, you're actually better. You didn't do those. And and by the, th- by the third night, you're a radically transformed, different speaker than you were the night you first came in. And there's also a special bonus if you want to actually come. This will be the third time I'm going through the th- SCORE conference. It's that valuable. If you would like to be in my SCORE group, there is a ticket over at podcastanswerman.com slash group. You have to go to podcastanswerman.com slash group, and there's a ticket. It's called Cliff Ravenscraft's SCORE Circle. I can have up to eight of you join me and be at this SCORE conference. It's in February. All the information over at podcastanswerman.com slash group. And with that being said, my friends, That's everything that I wanted to share with you today. I hope that you will not give up on setting goals. You don't have to call them New Year's resolutions. Just set set goals. And by the way, you don't have to wait until January 1st to get started. My My favorite goal that I've ever set for myself 
it, the the one that stands out to me among everything else it's not the speaking and all that other stuff the keynote you know the one that actually stands out to me the one i'm most proud of i started november 14th 2014 that was the day i decided to start living fully alive by working out 6 days a week every week for the rest of my life i didn't wait till december 1st i didn't wait until the next monday i didn't wait till the first of the year I set the goal. I believed it was possible. I wrote it down. I told other people about it, and I've been working that plan ever since. I wish each and every one of you great success in applying this four- or five-step formula on how to achieve each and every goal that you intentionally decide to focus on from this day forward. Have a great week.